Welcome back, everybody. How you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Who knows when you'll be listening to this, but here it is just past Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you out there. Maybe we can get yes. some we get some uh, reindeer bells sound effects we going can... on in the background. <laughs> we ain't got the budget. <laughs> we ain't got the budget. Come on now. Yeah, we just just close your eyes and imagine that you're happy and that's our gift to you is the Christmas spirit. Whenever if you if this is July, just know that all it takes is for you to close your eyes and Christmas magic can ensue. So welcome. We are freezing our little buns off here respectively in Toronto and Korea. I'm Andrew Love from Toronto this week and Sammy is in Seoul, Korea, the beautiful land of South Korea. Seoul How are you feeling? Sammy? Right next to right next to Pali in Pali. Yeah, Pali and Busan. All those Pali, great places. You know, I, was about, I, was, I was talking about France. Seoul. Oh. I'm <laughs> Went That's way how, uh, under my head. Way, way. <laughs> yes, so? So, yes, today. today. Porn. Ah, stuff. Oh, yes. Right. Ah, That's why podcast. I'm here. I totally This is not forgot. a call. We, uh, we wanted to do an episode uh, specifically about, about the reality of needing some deep internal reasons why you want to quit porn and how much that is an imperative ingredient in actually seeing a better day. Because it's not going to happen just because somebody tells you to quit porn uh, or just because you kind of think it's a good idea. It requires a lot of soul searching. It requires a lot of internal investigation. And there's a lot of dark nights of the soul. And if you're not prepared for this, then it's very easy to go back to where you were, to give up on your journey, uh, to seeking after sexual integrity and to settle for what you're used to. And so what we're really here to promote is this idea of, of having a strong why. And as we were talking before, this you know it's it's such a cliche, right? Of any life coaching or self help is like find your why, and there's a reason for that um, because if it's superficial, the if the reason why you're seeking after something is superficial, then the moment times get really tough, it's like ninety nine percent chance you're going to give up because why would you? In order to really grow, you have to be able to go through the fire and then melt a little bit and then reforge yourself into whatever it is that you choose, the mold that you choose. So we want to get into some of these internal reasons why. Yes. This is the how to maintain momentum episode. It's the, We're talking about what are all the different elements needed for breaking out of a pornography habit and there's a lot of different important things, but when it comes to keeping yourself moving forward, this is the one. And so we wanted to start with this. Absolutely, yeah. And here's 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 something. I'm going to proffer that. I'm going to plant this seed in your head because a lot of people have never thought about this. Some people may disagree with this, and you're entitled to your opinion, and you're also entitled to being totally wrong. But in my experience and, and what I've seen in other people is – uh, sexuality is 100%, again, my opinion, 100% emotional and spiritual. And yet we treat it from very intellectual and physical perspective. 
right? It's always treated as like a psychological thing or uh, a physical thing. So I'll just physically restrain myself from pursuing porn or I'm going to think happy thoughts. But the, the thing, Sammy, tell me if you've ever been in this situation, uh, being in the mood, right, for sex, you're in the mood, okay? Can you imagine that? Have you ever, have you ever been in the mood? In the mood. Can you, uh, in the mood, are we talking uh, for, for like pizza or? <laughs> in the mood for, if you're feeling sexual, uh, oftentimes if you're single, it means that you're triggered. You put in a state where you, you want sex and you feel like, oh, I need sex. So that's the, 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 the only thinking is I need sex. It's very primitive. I need this. I need this, right? It's just point A to point B, point A to point B. Me, sex, me, sex, me, sex. When that is interrupted by some emotional occurrence, say for instance, you are on your computer and you've just seen some highly sexual content, puts you into a hyper aroused state and then it cuts to a commercial of a very sad child in a very poor country and the commercials are asking for money because this kid is starving. It kind of kills the mood. And it changes the, the 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 focus of your emotions of, of of basically every cell in your body from wanting sex point A to point B to calming down and becoming more sober. And what occurred there was it was an emotional shift. It was emotion first that caused you to change your perspective of your thinking of your thoughts. So. What I'm saying is, like, how important is it then to understand the emotional nature and the spiritual nature, the internal invisible nature of what is driving your sexuality so that you can see it in yourself and also so that you can cut it off when it's unwanted and change the emotion and then redirect your emotion to something that you want, which would be a vision. So how does that sound, Sammy? Tell me, tell me, give me some feedback here with this. Yeah. Having basically the, because sex is an emotional thing that I, mean, I used to recap what Andrew's talking about is that facts are not enough to get you by. Cause when you're in that, when you're in that moment, your emotions take control of your desires. It's the same with everything. Any kind of habit changing is exactly the same wanting to get fit, wanting to take control of your finances. It's like all the, everyone knows the facts that, okay, if I want to lose weight, I just exercise more, I eat less. If I want to save money, I spend less than I earn. And despite all this stuff, there's these other things going on behind the scenes that's in control of our brain and in control of our actions. So, uh, the, just the, the facts in itself is not enough to, you know, that knowledge, it doesn't actually make a difference for most people. It's in, it could be interesting. It could be, uh, like it's, it's interesting. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things that you know, factual information provides. Um, like yeah. uh, today I learned kind of thing, but to actually to go through the process of changing our behavior, it doesn't do it. And so no, leading no, up to the, no. you know, so that, that's kind of the context of, you know, why having this why is important. And the other aspect was you mentioned about having a vision, Andrew. Why don't you talk yes. about that a little bit more? Well, also just just to k kind of go down that path, you know, I, I of what you mentioned, I 
remember very clearly giving a talk and I was, I was fired up. The, everybody that I was speaking to stayed awake. <laughs> they were receiving this information. They were nodding. It was all new information to them. Um, and then at the end of the presentation, one guy came up to me and he said, you know, that was really amazing content. The way that you're talking about the brain, the prefrontal cortex, all these things, facts, amazing, amazing statistics. Great, great, great. But he said, but, a big but here. The next time I'm in front of my computer, none of that is going to size up to this tsunami of desire that I'm going to have. And I know for a fact that I'm going to give in because knowing is, like Sam was saying, is great, but it doesn't change the behavior. So the why has to kind of penetrate the heart. Um, because one well, thing I, 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 I want to back up a little for a second, Andrew, just to uh, clarify that. So, you know, what, one of the things you do for High Noon is that you travel around and you give uh, talks to communities about the effects of pornography. And so that that's kind of what was going on here. You were giving a talk about pornography and um, how it affects the brain. That's what correct, that's what's going correct. on. Correct. Thank you, yeah. fact checker. Yes, yes. Uh, and I mean, the the basic gist is uh, a lot of people will do the research. They will read the books, even take courses. They will do many of the actions that cause them to feel like they're taking action, like they're doing something. Um, but it's all, a lot of times, busy work. It's the busy work of feeling like you're doing something, yet when you encounter the problem, so in this case, internet pornography, when you're, when you're face-to-face with it, you realize that those actions haven't really amounted to much of anything in the face of this great opposition, of this great urge, of this great force, because that force in effect was deep inside of you. And so by going around and reading all this stuff, it's just planting these little seeds, but these seeds have no way of getting into the root because the root is way deep down in your heart. So then the real work, the real work is finding the emotional connection of, of what drives your sexual behaviors. And this is like, we're not going to get all psychological on you today and we're not going to get into all this stuff, but it's really, really, really important on a very fundamental basic level to understand that what you're dealing with here is deeply emotional. And it's, and it's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happened to you growing up that, that's, that, that caused you to have this kind of relationship with porn. And also, you know, even recently, all your environment and all, all these things. But it's really important to understand that these facts are great, but information doesn't do anything unless you then take action. And the action here that we're talking about is to do the work of creating an emotional why, a deep emotional why of what you're getting into here, of, of what, what you would like instead of Porn, the porn that's right in your face. So yes, grand vision is what Sammy was talking about. And so let's, Sammy, why don't you get kicked off? Or we'll get us kicked off with talking. You about want me to get kicked vision. off? Are you are you hinting at something? <laughs> I'm kicking <laughs> you off, man. <laughs> the, the the thing that keeps you going in wanting to break away from porn is having a future that compels you and pulls you in a in a very clear direction. Hmm. Right. It's like the. 
knowing, you know, it, it, it's something that can dictate your behavior, right? And just being really inspired by, you know, these are the things that keeps me going. You know, this is the kind of person I want to be, this is the kind of future I want to have. And you know, this is how uh, understanding, you know, this is how my actions now are affecting me right now and how it's affecting the future that I want. Hmm. And so, you know, we, we wanted to talk about, and specific to porn, there's three general categories that uh, people usually tend to resonate with when it comes to wanting to quit pornography. And so we'll cover those. The first one is, and we'll actually do a, a deep dive into each of these topics and how porn affects each of these areas uh, in a bit. But the first one is just understanding how pornography affects you as a person and the how it constrains the things that are important to us. It, it you know, Porn makes you lethargic. Porn really demotivates you and and draws you away from uh, really creating an exciting future and investing in the areas you care about. It's so distracting and you become so obsessed with pornography. Uh, mm. Porn really zaps out a person's aliveness and their sense of self-worth and their confidence. Well, yeah, so everybody relates to the line in the sand. I really was thinking earlier that this, that would be a great name for this, this episode, but it might be too abstract, but the line in the sand is like, you know, some, sometimes it's you, it's like, uh, it's me. Like I, 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 the line in the sand is when you find out how much porn has been stealing from you and you say, that's it, no more. And that's, that's, that's when you decide enough is enough. And that's when it really strikes you because you realize that little by little it's been taking your motivation, taking your self-esteem, taking your hopes and your dreams and giving you garbage in return, you know? And so for some people it's, it's that on a personal level. And this isn't, this isn't not an assessment of you. It's like different characters attract different types of thoughts. And so for some people, it's on a personal level that they they really resonate with. That is their why. It's like, I'm not going to be a victim to porn anymore. And so that is that is what keeps the fire in their belly. It, will keep, it, 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 it just makes them like, um, you know, fired up. And so when, when the temptation comes, then they have an emotional reason to say no. Because you know what? Last time you hurt me, porn, and I'm not going to let that happen again. And so it's like it, it feels really personal. So that's that's the first one is um, feeling feeling the personal ramifications of porn. Mm. Yeah, for me, I, I hated the feeling of being controlled by something. And th- I mean, in this case, porn, that it was that I it, I'd have a plan for how I wanted to spend my time. And that would just get completely thrown out the window. And I look at my watch and hours had gone by. I had not done any of the things I wanted. I just spent the whole time looking at porn. And mm. it was always this, this unsatisfied feeling of this, this hunger for like, oh, just a little bit more, a little bit more. And then, you know, that'll be it. That'll be it. And it's this, this unfulfilled promise that porn kept making of uh, this next one. It's going to give it, you know, everything that you want. It's going to be, it's going to be it. And it was always empty. And especially like after, you know, I'd, I'd masturbate and after, um, we need, what's the politically correct term for, uh, for ejaculating? <laughs> finishing, um, finishing, finishing, the finishing after, yeah. you know, after that, then that, uh, the immediately that moment after it's just, I just always felt completely empty and all these promises that 
porn with, I mean, being, you know, that porn is making or this feeling I had that porn was going to, you know, I was going to get this sense of fulfillment that I felt porn was being, was providing is all gone. And, hmm. and I really hated that. Yeah, for real. Same here. So that's, that's like proof of concept of this idea of, of the time is relative because when somebody hands you a book and it's, and one, oh my God, for me, it was history in high school. Those dry texts guaranteed falling asleep, you know, three paragraphs in, you know, the, uh, on this date and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, so like time went so slowly, but internet time and especially porn time, just evaporates so quickly. And then in a blink of an eye, on the other side of that, you've just lost 20 minutes. You've just lost two hours, three hours. Some people binge watch porn for four or five hours. And that time is literally being stolen from you. You don't get that back. You didn't want to do that. You weren't consciously thinking, oh, I'm going to stop and just focus on naked people having sex for the next five hours of my life. And then I'll go off and do my whatever. I'll go grocery shopping, whatever. No, it's just you fall deeper and deeper down. And and then at the end, on the other side of that wormhole, you, you snap out of it and you say, whoa, what in the world? Where did all that time just go? It totally was taken from me. And you feel like you've been robbed. Honestly, that's that's on a personal level. That's That's another reason why I quit too, because I was just like, whoa, I just lost. It felt like I lost it and, and I'm never going to get it back. It just went into this giant cosmic receptacle and I can never get that time and energy back. And it felt like, what did I get from that transaction? Right? So yeah, great example, Sammy. So that's on a, on a personal level. Please, yeah, think about these things as, as we're mentioning them. Do, does, it, does it really impact you what you're losing in your relationship with porn? What's the second right. one, Sammy? Next, the next one is the, peop, the the thing that people resonate with is recognizing the impact pornography has on the relationships in your life, mm. and that's a, really a, something that hits people when they really get these are the people in my life that I care about, that I love, and this is how porn is affecting them. This is how porn is affecting my relationship with that person. You want to speak yeah. to that, Andrew? Yeah, well, some people, honestly, again, different strokes, oh man, <laughs> bad analogy, different character types uh, formulate thoughts and feelings in different ways. So some people simply cannot feel what porn is doing to them, but they can feel they're more empathetic personalities, more empathetic type of people can really see the harm that's doing to the people in their lives, especially when you get into a relationship, when you have a spouse and when you have kids, when when you see what that does to them and experience their disappointment, that oftentimes is people's line in the sand when they say, fine, I couldn't see the impact it had on me. I, I, I was blinded to it and I maybe I don't even care, but the moment I saw the look in my kids' eyes when they saw porn on my phone, which I've heard numerous times from different people giving me their testimonies. Their kids found porn on their phone or their computers, and that was their first exposure to porn was because of them. Imagine that, the feeling that they felt. That was like, wow, I'm out of control and I've hurt people. Or the the feeling of betrayal that that a spouse can experience because of you. And that, that oftentimes is, is really just too much for people. So yeah. Um, 
to be able to let that impact you. But that's present. We also know a guy that his reason for quitting porn was because he was getting to that age where he wanted a wife and he didn't want porn to be a part of his life. And so he's like, okay, I want to come into a relationship with this with my future spouse porn free. And he did it, right? Because he didn't want to bring that into his future relationship. So it could be present tense, but it can also be future tense in that case. Just yeah, knowing that pornography has an effect beyond yourself, right? It's just that there's people mm. that you care about and it gets in the way of your relationship with them. And just if you get really clear, like, like if, if anyone, I think, just thought deeply about what it looks like and what it takes to make a strong marriage and a really great relationship with a spouse, and then, and then compare that to how pornography makes you feel about sex and about other people, it's, it's, they completely don't add up together at all. Even in just the area of sex, like porn completely lends itself to uh, novelty and to the the desire for variety, which you know, if if you plan on being married to a single person for a very long time, that can prove very difficult. That you know, you're committing to this is the one person I'm gonna have sex with for the years to come, and also that. When it comes to this also, if you think about it, your relationship with God, with the divine, with your higher self, higher purpose is often severely muted, if not completely severed when you're trapped in a relationship with porn. And it becomes this kind of guilt laden relationship with God. And so um, it really, really deeply impacts your relationship with God and with, with your true self. So, uh, that's one one aspect that we get a lot. Uh, you know, I've had people come up to me and tell me that they feel like their soul is is in a desert, just dying of of malnourishment and lack of of water, of because it, they their time and energy is spent worshiping porn instead of connecting to all the all the love and grace that God has to offer. Because they they can't even go there. They they can't be in two places simultaneously and they've been choosing porn for so long they have an estranged relationship with God so that's that's another thing too the physical relationships and also the the invisible relationships that we're missing out on because of um, I guess mis misused time allocation mm. yeah like uh, back to I remembered my my point, just to come back to something practical about, uh, you know, when you want to have a relationship with someone, the things that contribute to that, being present with them, being uh, just appreciative and grateful towards them, and uh, porn doesn't c- provide any of those things. And porn makes you, you know, really lends itself to having you compare, you know, if my spouse could be a little bit more like this, a little bit more like that, and porn is just so compulsive it just makes you jittery and not calm you're, you're you always have this feeling of being on edge very practical like i'm i'm dr cloud pants and you're mr practical pants all right um and then the last one is societal um and i i'd like to talk to this point at first because this is really what got me i'm 
obviously <laughs> one of those people that gets fired up with grand ideas, grandiosity. And the reason I joined this fight is really because I could see how children at large were being impacted, how an entire generation was being impacted by porn. And that's what got me. I, I felt like I could navigate waters fine by myself. Like I, at that point I had overcome pornography. Um, I felt like I could raise my kids well to also navigate through the difficulties of the interwebs. But I saw all these young folks getting just sucked into this horrible underbelly of society through porn. And that was like, that was this sense of righteous indignation that just grew in me so strongly that I couldn't avoid it. You know, it's just like that feeling that things are getting stirred up inside me. And it, you just, when you're stirred up, you can't be settled, right? Because there's particles everywhere. So in me, it was like this righteousness that was stirred up and I was never the same after going to a conference about porn. And they were talking about all these stats about, you know, people, the age that they were being exposed to porn and the impact psychologically, spiritually, all these things on, on young people. So yeah, like, for some people like myself, it's really the the impact of the fact that the porn industry is in bed with you know organized crime. How do you know where these people come from? Human trafficking is all over the internet, especially in porn. And do you know where those actors are? And if they're they're being drugged up? No, you can't tell. You don't know. And you you know so. Uh, for some people, that's that's their line in the sand is just knowing that, oh my God, when you find out about the realities of child porn, human trafficking, these things are like, absolutely, I want no part of this. And so that's what causes, that becomes their why. So it's really important to understand when we're talking about forming your why, first be, sit with this for a while, sit with this idea of, of what about pornography infuriates you, right? Because it's okay to touch on on the 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 angry emotions that 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 cause you because either a you've been hurt by porn or you've hurt other people with porn or you see society getting hurt and to let that be a starting point for positive actions right if you just stay and constantly stew in in the negatives then it's going to overcome you and you're just going to become a sour person you can't let that but Rather, that's your starting point. So, okay, for me, my line in the sand was when I found out about how society and especially children were being impacted by porn online. Okay, so that's my starting point. And I cried like crazy when I heard about this. Next thing, okay, how do I help? The next thing, what can I do? Well, first of all, I got to get clear on the facts. I got to I gotta help start talking to my kids about positive things to do with sex so that they they have a clear vision. So if, if it's something personal that drives you, allow yourself enough time every once in a while to remind yourself of that pain, that there are consequences to our actions, to either to ourselves, to other people, to God, to society. We're a part of this very interconnected elaborate system known as humanity, right? And so at 
what part of porn is is hurting that part of you, and then start creating a vision for yourself of what would porn look like without that blocking you. How much freer would you be? What would you do with your time, your energy, in terms like with with personal? What would you do with all that extra time and energy and and self esteem? How would you walk differently and talk differently to people? Would you look people in the eye more in terms of relationships? Um, how could you be more connected to people, spending more time with people? How would you be able to pay attention to them more? Cause you're not distracted by sex and porn all the time that you just pornified, you're sexualizing everybody in every situation. How would you, you know, purify your relationships and societally, if you're, if you're more geared in that direction, then how, how could you make a positive impact in society, um, that would help, steer us back on course because humanity is really, you know, sexually insane right now. How do we steer the ship back towards sexual sanity? And everybody's part matters in this play, you know? So yes, the, the point is a figure out, uh, which, which one of these affects you deeply, deeply. Um, is it personal? Is it relational? Is it societal? And then start figuring out specifically what, what, what is that pain that I'm experiencing? And then start forming a vision for yourself, a reason why you want to fight that. And it should be a positive because I want this outcome, because I want to help this person, because I feel like I can contribute to society. So this is, this is really the heart of what we wanted to talk about is knowing your why. That's when porn comes up, when it's on your computer and there's a pop-up. What is going to help is having a deep emotional connection to no, not this time porn, because I want to invest in this area of my life, because I want to do this with my time, with my energy. And it's not up to you to dictate what I do porn anymore. I choose how I invest my time and what is more empowering than that. So yes, I, I, I believe that Sammy has some chaos erupting in his, in his background right now. So that's why he's muted and why I'm rambling, but I hope this was very helpful as always. Please reach out to us. If you need help forming your vision, we're here for you. Go to highnoon.org. If you have any questions about the content we just talked about, please reach out to us. If you have any concerns about somebody you know, please reach out to us. If you liked our podcast, give us five stars. Go review us wherever you got this podcast from. Share it with your friends. You know, one crazy thing about social media is people watch our content and they come up to us all the time and say how much they love their content. And I always say, why didn't you say anything online? Because there's so much fear by association. People don't even like our stuff. They don't give us a thumbs up, especially not a comment. Be brave. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a comment. Give us a review. Help us spread this message. And if you feel our message needs reforming, tell us. Give us feedback. We want to make this as effective as possible. So thank you again for your time. Thank you for listening to this. I hope it was helpful. We're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper to help give you the most empowerment for your journey so that you can find sexual integrity and hold on to it. It and, and so never let it go because there's 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 no comparison leaving a life of, of sexual integrity versus sexual enslavement there's there's no comparison so we thank you so much god bless you thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you in the next episode